right. Okay. Um, so we're officially recording. First and foremost, appreciate you coming on. Um, so for um, the listeners out there, I don't have that many. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> and even, <laughs> you guys speak them into existence, man. They come. That's it, man. This, so this is how this uh, came about, just so you're aware. So my wife, um, you know, she started a podcast called Some Days Today. And basically it was about just, you know, doing whatever it is that you want to do right now. And I wait until it's perfect. So like when, right. when she first got on and started doing it, it's, it was really just like I, I was hating on it, really, because she was, um, you know, just basically whispering like like all her stream of thoughts into it but then you know like she said the whole entire point was for her to start right now and then show the process of getting back bigger and better and so she kind of inspired me to do the same thing so it's basically um like basically picking piggybacking off of her okay but um you know as i told uh mike on this too part of what i'm trying to do and part of the reason why she decided to do it was that she um, you know, she was going through some transitions and like was trying to grow, like outgrow her mental limitations. And, you know, part of what I'm trying to do is do the same kind of thing. Nice. So nice. that's, that's part of the reason I wanted to do that. And I, I and I understood because, you know, and just for the listeners again, you know, Javon and I, we met through Mike Idiokita. So I, you know, depending on how we release this <laughs> and which one you um, you know, which one you listen to first, he's, you know, he, you know, has been instrumental in getting us together to do an investment group. And then, you know, we got together. I remember, you know, on the first few um, times I started really engaging, you know, I got into some, some, you know, Twitter, not, not Twitter, but like thumb beefs. We're throwing our members on. <laughs> and I remember. Uh, uh, you were. You and Justin historical with that Drake and the um, yeah you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah 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 so you know Justin from Philly you know same meat mill territory hates <laughs> on Drake and you know I, I'm like I don't understand why people hating on Drake but I like you how know. You, I like how you how you stood on your square though that's one thing I would say I'd be like I'd be like at the end of the day. Because, you know, like anybody, anytime people hate on Drake, they try to hate on him from the perspective of, like, masculinity. And they try to say, yeah. oh, you soft and R&B. Yeah. But it's like, no, nah, he makes dope yeah. music. You know what I'm saying? And I, I like music. how you navigated that conversation. Because you didn't even worry about yeah. the whole, okay, this is going to the streets and whatever. It's not about we keeping it to the music. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. <laughs> no, I mean... Trust me, this like I, I I also mentioned this in the um in the in the chat too, because back in the days, people used to hate on Jay Z, and I was on Jay Z. I was like, yo, Jay Z is the man. Like I remember Mike in particular, okay, and Phil back in Pittsburgh, they used to hate on Jay Z. I used to be like, nah, Jay. Now everybody's like, oh, Jay Z. I promise you, they're gonna do the same thing with Drake. First of all, um, it's funny uh, you said that though, because you know Mike is a big Nas fan, so that's. Oh yeah, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, didn't know y'all had that. I'd be a Nas fan if you're a hip hop fan. Nah, but he's like, I don't know nobody like Mike studies Nas's like the way he structures his lines. <laughs> Have you ever heard him talk about Nas? Like, <laughs> like Mike used to. Oh yeah. 
Because okay, so this is high school. That's maybe high high school, middle school, right? Mike would mm-hmm. break down his stanzas like Nas. Nas cuts his he rhymes <laughs> the word and then he cuts the like he cuts his verses in ways that nobody else does. Like Mike would talk about him like that dude is the god. So then when the whole Jay Z Nas beef came, yeah, it was you know you, yeah you could. But I know y'all. Look, we kind of no, on the side. This was before the beef, bro. This was before no, the beef. No, yeah, you're right. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, before, because Jay-Z put out Blueprint, and yeah. that's when he started to get some real respect in, in the, you know, in the yeah. backpackers community. You know what I'm saying? Before that, it was like, you know, he's always rapping about women and no, money no, no. and Every, everything like that. No, I thought it was – so Reasonable Doubt, I thought everybody, like you said, the backpackers was on him. And then yeah, he yeah, went – then he got with Jermaine Dupree. That's true. That's and, true. And you know, money and a thing and all that. And he became jigger. Mm-hmm. And he's making money. Like he said, I mean, he said, I just made five mil. I ain't been robbing like common sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like true. he can do that. But see, he lost Mike and all the the Nas fans when he did that. But I don't think none of the Nas fans ever respected Jay-Z like that. Cause they look at it like he got that dead president sample and mm. he's a Nas. Like understudy, if you like, I don't even know if y'all got into this, but if you get Mike on Jay Z, and I don't know if it's to this day, mm. but he doesn't. No, I think I think he I think he respect Jay Z now. Like the way he used to talk about Jay Z back back in when I met him, like really dismissive, like dis disrespectful, that's <laughs> <laughs> straight disrespectful. You know, what I'm basically it was it was not on a level of what people do to Drake, obviously, because you know right. Jay Z comes from the streets or whatever the case may be. Right. But it was, you know, it was, it was like enough, it was enough for you to be able to draw the comparison, though. Yes, you, it was because I was like, you remember back then, I was the only person standing on my two back then too. <laughs> so that's what it is. But um, that's good stuff. But yeah, so. So back to the back to the topic at hand. Um, one of the reasons um, you know I had you on here is because, like I said, you know we had the, that, that those little beefs, and then I remember you, and this is how we, it got started. But I know there's way more than that. But I remember you came in and you were like really mature about the way you responded to it. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember you like taking the, um, you know, like the, uh, you know, the. Um, I don't know, like the the referee role. I want to call it, like you know what I'm saying. And then you, I used to like oh, this at the same time, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember because I, I think it was something that happened. It was probably between me and Phil where it got heated, and then you you came in. And it was like, yo, I don't, I don't know. You probably you guys probably don't even know each other oh, like that. Oh yeah, like, nah. like, oh, this dude is this dude is you know he's cool. Nah, look, <laughs> Phil. The funny thing about that. If I remember, if you talk, we talk about the same thing. Um, Phil is, Phil, how can I just, Phil is like, if you didn't know Phil, you would think that he had like a really short fuse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you would think that he was real emotional. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's not that. It's like, it's like he gets irritated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he gets right. irritated and it's just like, but it's love, though. It's not like he's mad. Like, you know, it's a difference between, like, if you're irritated and you're mad. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah. I told him is, because he's, you know, he's Jamaican, so his demeanor <laughs> and how he comes off, it yeah. comes off like he's more upset than he really is. Yeah. And I picked up on it 
through um through the group meeting. Cause it's like even how he types, I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I would hit him on the side, like y'all was going back and forth, and I hit him. I was like, man, stop playing with Mac, man. You, you know what I'm saying? This dude knows his stuff. So, like, I'm, like, instigating it, right? And then hey. I jumped in to keep it going. <laughs> and the whole time, he's, like, he's like hitting me, it. like, he's like, man, you a fool. You a fool. I'm like, nah. <laughs> tell him why you mad, son. Tell him. <laughs> I love it. No, I miss, I mean, I miss them uh, legacy back and forth, man. Yeah, that's, that's – I mean, we definitely got to figure out – oh, that's actually a great um, – Point to bring up to um, on one of the things that we're talking about. You probably didn't read the um, Salon article on um, the difficulty that men have making relationships, but I know that Mike sent a, another article. Yeah. Um, and I remember yeah. when I when I really started thinking about this, I like I looked it up, and there were like tons of articles on this. And I actually didn't realize that it was like a phenomenon before, um, either reading the article or, or slightly right before that. But anyways, one of the things that they say in a, in, in a salon article is that um, men typically, when they form um, relationships, they have to be in some sort of like an activity. So like, for example, you know, we, we, we started playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and it's kind of like, you know, that's how men form relationships. Whereas if I look at my wife and, you know, other girls, like, you know, they don't necessarily have to be doing an activity. They get together, they find each other, they like each other, they like each other's shoes or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. I really love you and whatever. Now we want to be best friends. Whereas men, like, I feel like we have to be involved in activity and talking about a specific activity. What do you think about that, that concept? You know, just to start off there. I actually yeah, want yeah. to ask another question, but let me, let me ask you that one. Okay, no, nah, that's, that's good. Because, um, no, you're right. Mike did, he did tell me, he told me about nah, yeah, he, he that was one of his um that was one of his catchers, right? His what you know catchers. Oh, you don't know nothing about bubble nah, catchers? Nah, 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 nah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but that's I ain't even gonna plug his group, but that's like a whole nother thing he got going on. <laughs> okay. Like, you gonna plug it? You gonna plug it? All five all five listeners ain't gonna do much. <laughs> So he has this thing called catching bubbles, and I mean, Mike is like, oh yeah, 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 okay, 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 that, okay. So, so yeah, he has sent an article, and we might be talking about the same thing. And we actually yeah, yeah. kind of had this discussion. I mean, um, men having needing to have activities. I, I mean, I like. I think I think it helps when like how we came into knowing each other, right? Like, because we came in knowing each other through an investment group, which was not as active as it could have been. So it was hard to really, like, establish those moments to where, who is Mac outside of that, right? Right. So, yeah, because we came into knowing each other that way, I would think that another activity would help give me an appreciation for, oh, this is a cool dude. Oh, we can go, you know what I'm saying, to a spot and kick it and have a good time. I don't. I wouldn't have known that just off the investment group. You see what I'm saying? Right. So the activity opened up the opportunity to for that to to, to establish. We could say, oh, okay, we got some things in common. Whoop, whoop. You know, right. but um, I don't, I'm not saying I needed that though. Like because um, I also then have think about people like you work with. I mean, unless would you consider work like your job an activity? Would you say 
Because when you said uh, basketball, definitely not for me. Um, okay, right. Not, right. not in that, I mean, not right now. Like, um, it's something I have to do to pay the bills. Right. No, but I'm saying, like, yeah. if you met, if you met, like, you okay, you met a homie through job the job, and yeah. you know y'all just had the commonality y'all had was y'all both was black or whatever it is y'all both did the same thing, yeah. and then you know, boom, like you'll have a moment where y'all can connect at lunch or you connecting while you just taking a sanity break. You know what I'm saying? And next thing you know, y'all cracking jokes and y'all got like, y'all got like inside jokes about people around the office. And the next thing you know, y'all the happy hour, y'all cool. Like, mm. I'm just saying, I think stuff platonically happens that way as well. Pause. You know, so I feel like it's going to be a lot of pause moments in this <laughs> Pause. But yeah, with a dude too, because it's like, I mean, just for me, it's like a lot of the people I've met, I got a guy now that's, I look at him as my OG. You know what I'm saying? My man, Jermaine. And I met him on the job, right? And we had, I don't know if you consider this a common activity or what have you, but we both was hustling this one contract the same way. I had a job I was logging eight hours in, and then I had another job that I was also logging. I was double dipping, you know? Yeah, yeah. And That's we would double we incriminate myself on the thing. <laughs> but we, but um, I was doing it at a different time. So technically, I was on my own time or whatever. It's a there side it hustle. Is, there it is. Clean, and, clean it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I just, had a, I just had a flash forward. You know, not a flash back, but a flash forward was like, this thing goes viral. And then you talk about double dipping. Nah, that was like in 2000. Whatever, right? Back in the day, it was like, you know, long yeah. enough to where the statue of limitations. Yeah. Anyway, he saw me doing that, and we both was connected to the same company on the side while being at another company. Because I was putting my time, I was simply doing my time sheet and trying to do it real fast, and he walked past and was like, oh, snap. He's like, hey, can I holler at you? And I'm thinking, he like, he's a, he came in at a management level, so I'm thinking, dang, he about to reprimand me, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't never met nobody to move the way I move. He was like, man, what's up with you? And he introduced himself. Man, we've been, ho- like, that was, what is it? That was almost 13 years ago. Nope. That's 13 years ago, you know what I'm saying? Nope. Like, I just bought my house, I think. And we've been, we've been cool, like, we like family now. That's and that up. was off of that interaction, because he, and he told me up. what he do, I told him what I do, he's like, man, let's get money. And that was That's it. What's up. So, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I feel like it works both ways with me. Like, I got a better appreciation for you. I then met other people through Ola and, uh, you know what I'm saying, some of the other, uh, uh, Tesla and all, you know, some of the other people through that basketball connection. So I can, I can appreciate that too. But I guess what I'm saying is, for me, it don't got to happen like that. Like, yeah. it can just happen straight up on – uh, through osmosis, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I see what your point is, and that's part of the reason I wanted to have you on, because I wanted to make sure I had some people who do it differently. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you do it differently, and what I wanted to know, and it's, it might be hard, it's like, for example, if you are a, swim, a fish swimming in the ocean, you don't know that you're in the ocean, and so you don't, like, um, one of the things that um, my wife, like, she's terrible with directions. You know what I'm saying? Like she, like you can tell her all. Like she could have been there, 
you know, all that good stuff. She is not going to remember. You can tell her all day. She's not going to remember any of that stuff. So it's hard, like, in the same kind of thing with, like, my daughter. Sometimes I get frustrated when I'm trying to teach her because, like, um, my son and myself, like, we, like, you hear something and it sticks. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I can't right. even get how you're not getting it. Like, why do I have to explain it a couple hundred times? That's that's <laughs> me and my daughter. Me and my daughter the way you and your son are. And then I got the issue with my son that you have mm. with your daughter. Okay. Okay. Yes. And, so, and I'm, and I, and I, but he gets me in every other way. Like, we mm. get each other. Like, he, he, see a, he see a man, I see a young man, and it's like, boom. But it it doesn't transfer... Uh, logically, like just yeah. our way of thinking. It's just like it's it's fucking crazy how the brain works. <laughs> when you when you dealing with children, man, you start to really understand how the crazy the brain works and how shit. You know, what I'm saying like how how things are like you you see something in one way and it doesn't translate to everything else. Yeah, um, but he's like my wife. He's like my wife. My wife and him are like they 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 good. You know, what I'm saying they the same way. Mm. And then like my daughter's more like me. So like. Mm-hmm. Dealing with him is like dealing with my wife in terms of getting him to understand me. No, seriously. Yeah, that's yeah, real yeah. talk. And yeah. I've been able to I've been able to reason in my relationship with him for that. So I got like okay. a, a prototype. You know what I'm saying? Right, and then, right, I, right, and right, then right. I don't feel like something wrong with him. You know, I'm just like, no, that's your mom. You know? Yeah. What I'm yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it. No, I definitely get it. Like, um, you know, my daughter is like my 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 uh wife too. So like, I mean I, it makes me realize that it's not something that because a lot of times you come into this earth and you you think that whatever it is that you're experiencing everybody else is experiencing right. as as you grow older you start to realize that you know what like you may see colors differently like i right. have the same words we're both seeing but it might be completely different right and um but um but 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 the reason I like I said I I I think you do things um, a bit differently than what's been described in these articles and this phenomenon. And yeah. I want to have your take on these things. I definitely see that you are not the kind of a person who, you know, um, would be stuck by that. You would be able like and and I think and maybe it's just a personality thing. You know what I'm saying? Because like I I, I see you as a person who's both authentic and I'm, I'm wondering how authenticity plays a, a role into it. You know what I'm saying? Like authentic, like at, at every point you're who you are. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. I feel like right now, I feel basically at ease having this conversation with you. Right. But I could also be at ease having like a, um, a different conversation with somebody else in a different way. So right. like, I feel like sometimes I'm, um, I'm playing two two different roles, you know what I'm saying, or two different um, types of people, right. you know what I'm saying, and that kind of has some kind of cognitive dissonance in my mind about who I'm supposed to be, but I wonder, you know what I'm saying, what you think, it, okay, how, let me see what question, there's there so many questions that I'm running in my mind right now, but um, the first one yeah. is I'm, I'm going to ask is, what do you think about um, yourself makes you as authentic as you are and how, how much of a role do you think it plays in being mm-hmm. able to connect with other people? Yeah, no, I, I was going to say, I see where you're going with that. Um, everything, you know what I mean? It, it's everything. And it's a good point that you make. And it's something that the, the point that you're making aligns to my disposition. Like I don't even, 
It's I, I'm not aware of that. I, you know, I'm it's subconscious. You know what I'm saying? It's I, I'm not able to be anything but me. And I learned this when when I was in probably the biggest time it really hit home was in the eighth grade. You know what okay. I mean? And you know, I don't know how you're. I don't know if you had like a junior high experience or middle school. Like did you? Do you all start at sixth grade and go to the eighth grade? Six, or six to eight, yep. Six okay, eight, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you already know. You come in, and that's like your first experience. Like coming out of elementary, you started too young to remember. So you don't know what the early start was. You just start to come into play when, you know what I'm saying, you you getting to be known and you something, and then, then you're in the fifth grade and you're the biggest thing, and then boom, sixth grade. And you were mm-hmm. freshman. You at the yeah, bottom yes, of it. Yes, yes, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes, this I your first. Remember. This sixth grade is your first freshman experience. Yes, you don't have no other. Yes. You don't have no other recollection of being the little homie in the, in an yep. environment. Yep. So I come in sixth grade and I gotta be. I'm now going to school with a different neighborhood. I know a lot of them dudes because they stay with my grandmother. You know what I'm saying? A rough mm-hmm. hood where they broke into my grandmother's spot and we had to move her out of there. Like that type of. You know what I'm saying? But she just moved across the, the gate. You know, like, we still, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm now around these people. Like, you know, and I'm still the little homie. So, I'm trying to figure my way. So, I'm like, all right, well, do I play the, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I had to scrap a couple of times. I held my own. I, you know, I was Mayweather out there with my Listen, young amateur I mean, record. We, we black, ain't we? Unless you grew up like, I mean, come on. Like, honestly, the God, like, I had this conversation with my wife. Like, until I got to college, I had no idea. I did not know a person. Right who had not been in a fight. When I first right. found out that oh, there was a kid, All my life, I had the fight. Who was not, I, listen, who had not been in a fight, I was like, how is that possible? Like, I was really yeah. perplexed. I mean, I'm, I thought I'm, it was a part of growing up. No, nah, but I, I envy that a little bit. I wish I wish we grew up with more... Oh, we got so much PTSD, you know what I'm saying? Like, different levels of it, you know what I'm saying? But we are stressed... Our ancestry is stressed like that. You know what I mean? So we we pop off. Like, you know, it's fight or flight. It, it, I'm sure you've been in that situation. It's It's been fight or flight for me a lot of times. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now it's yeah. like I'm going around looking for a fight, you know? But yeah. I said that as a caveat to say I really didn't have no more than that to try to be some kind of, like, uh, you know, tough guy. You know what I'm saying? Try to be, you, you know, like – Mike Epps said, an unsuccessful thug. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, but I felt like I had to – at that time, if you remember, man, so, so I'll be, I'll be – I'm 39. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think you got me a little bit, but I don't think you're too older than me. I got you, but I got you. 40. Oh, okay, just a year. Okay, so you yeah. know the, the time frame I'm talking about was 93. Yeah, it was 93. 93, okay. 94, 95, because I ain't okay. going to high school till 96. So okay. 93, 94, we only got to – you can look up the, the the playlist at that time, like the top songs, hip-hop, mm-hmm. R&B. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if it was uh, – who was it? The song, the Roughneck song. MC Light? Was that MC Light? Yeah, that's MC Light. Yep, got yep. a Roughneck. Got to have a Roughneck. No, MC Light – mess the game up for me and all the unsuccessful thugs. Because now, because now, you putting all that weight on her? I'm I'm saying, yes, yes. 
That time oh, frame, I'm just, I'm going to speak for me and mine, right? Okay. Not my whole region. And everybody okay. that's from my area. When did Onyx come out? Exactly. All, she popped it all that. Onyx, <laughs> Wu-Tang, everything came out of that. I'm trying to. Oh, she was before Onyx? Yes. Look it up, man. Look it up. Okay, I got to look it up. Look I don't know. Up. My, my numbers Rough and my music don't work like, my, my ears and my music don't work like that. <laughs> Roughneck <laughs> started a movement where thugs became sexy to women. Like, they wanted a thug. I gotta watch out. Gotta get a rough <laughs> I, I was like, yo, this song was aggressive. And, and I'm coming off of, uh, shoot, I want to say this is Tevin Campbell. I want to say this is another bad creation. Chris Cross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pretty Boys. MC yeah. Hammer. You know, yeah. I'm coming off of that. But then the roughneck come out, I said, damn. My little, you know, my mm. ways ain't gonna match that. So I had to, I had to try to be mm. good. We gonna, we gonna make it all the way back to why I'm Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know this ain't the topic, but didn't NWA come out before that roughneck joint? Okay. Well, I, I really, well, I really but, want to put it no, on you're NWA. Right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. Because I remember, because I remember we I, used to, huh? No, I was gonna say. <laughs> I think they were scared of NWA though. Like NWA wasn't sexy <laughs> to them. I'm telling you, okay. when thugs became sexy, I'm not saying she okay. she created thug thuggery. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But okay. But, but it was a woman mm. talking to her up uh, talking to her girls. Okay. Like I gotta get a roughneck. I need a what? Okay. Gotta get a roughneck. You know, and, and MC Light is <laughs> she's she's a she's a nice looking chick. She wasn't yeah, no, yeah, yeah. she wasn't a roughneck. She was a yeah. she was a pretty girl, and other pretty girls saw and was like, yeah, what? Yeah, I gotta yeah, get that yeah, roughneck, yeah. and yeah. that's what I'm saying. So, I think at that point, shit, <laughs> yeah, Easy E and all them was 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 the shit for the women. Mm. You know, they love mm. him. You know, so yeah. I'm saying I'm saying all that to say, okay, boom, I hit the school, and. I, I gotta switch it up. The energy's different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had to go to okay. the bar now. My mom used to come my hair. I gotta go to the bar. I gotta get the cash. Uh, my gear. I'm aware of my gear now. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I went to these Ninja Turtle shoes before that. I don't care. Now I gotta have some Jordans. I gotta have a starter jacket. You know what I mean? I love it. So I'm love trying it. to be. I'm trying to be what I think I'm supposed to be. To yeah. to, to you know for the for the girls and for the respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or the homies or whatever. Mm. And I spent I spent two years just not doing that too well. You know what I'm saying? Like having just having <laughs> okay, it. like I'm that dude, but I'm not I'm not me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not yeah. me. Okay. I hit eighth grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I spent I spent a good portion of my summer in uh um in New York, you know, so well really Jersey. Um, oh, okay, yeah, Jersey in South Orange. My aunt Rose lived okay. in South Orange, and we used to go to um, oh, the Union, the Union. Uh, I'm, it's like I, a, I don't it's know. It's like an outdoor mall, like a there's like a market. It was called the Union. It might be. I'm not from Jersey. My wife is from Jersey. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she so, might. Know. It might be. Yeah, you can ask her. But anyway, um, and so I come back like. They accepted me for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just was myself. That whole summer, and I just got real comfortable in my skin. Like, mm. all my experiences was authentic. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was like, damn, this feels a lot better than trying to be 
roughneck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, you know, I'm really not that dude. And I mean, I'm getting involved in all type of shit just to be, just to low-key be that dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With motherfuckers that really was that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I ain't going to yeah. incriminate myself or people, but I'm just, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. then I said, man, I'm having the same good time and I ain't got to run. I ain't got <laughs> to look over my shoulder. I ain't got to worry about, I ain't got to explain none to my mother, you know? Um, and I said, man, this feels much better than that bullshit. So then I just, I just came back that year, me, and they ain't never looked back. All been me, I mean, and, and, and it, it, it rubbed off in different ways. You know what I'm saying? We'll just leave it that in terms of, you know, how the ladies was playing me. Cause I'm sure my wife ain't too far. I wish I had an East wing where I could just, you know, like being the, being the damn, uh, oval office. I ain't got a damn oval office, man. We not doing it. God damn it. The, the, the legacy investment group didn't make me the money I thought I was going to make. I was supposed to have a hold on. But we did all right. But God damn it. Anyway, I'll say that because that'll be a conversation later. But you know what I'm saying? It was it out there being me. All my homies was respecting me. We was all growing together. That's when me and Mike really, I felt, became close. You know what I'm saying? Like family. And Phil was always there. Like I met Mike later. Well, you know, at them days, it was later. But I met Mike in the seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, yeah. But I knew Phil since the third grade, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, but yeah, man, and that was it. And I mean, and, and Mike was Mike. Phil was Phil. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of the other dudes we was kicking it with at the time, they wasn't them set. They were still roughneck. You know what I mean? And we just got comfortable being intelligent, man. Like, it wasn't even, dog, at that time, you talking about roughneck? It wasn't, you was soft and, you know, low-key would have been considered, like, gay or something. Or, or, like, soft is probably the better way they would look at it if you got good grades. Like, it wasn't it wasn't cool to be like, man, I'm on the honor roll. I'm killing it. You know what I'm saying? People would get their grades and be like, man, I got a D and this and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like laughing it off. Like, man, fuck school, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I'm taking the shit serious and really getting good grades because my mother was still with my ass at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I'm just parents, saying, man. I'm just saying, I became comfortable being an honor roll student. Mm. I became comfortable. Um, my, my mother used to embarrass me because we would have a fundraisers and I would mm. bring home the packet and people might sell you know, a couple of things to their neighbors, family members. My mother would take the packet to work and yeah. sell out. She worked at a, a clinic. Yeah. Sell out the whole clinic, all the doctors, patients, everybody. And yeah. we'd be selling like three, $400 worth of tickets, winning big-ass prizes. Like, <laughs> like, I remember my mother won a whole TV and shit, you know? Yeah. So wow. every year I would come back and it'd be embarrassing because the fundraising people would come up and be like, yeah, you know, uh, this is, you know, Jovan, one of our biggest sellers. Come on down, Jovan. I'm like, shit. <laughs> Everybody looking at me like, this nigga pressed to sell, fundraising and shit. And, you know, yeah. but I became comfortable being that guy. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. I'm the dude that's about to win all the prizes. I got good grades. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. and I'm silly than a motherfucker. I like to crack a joke. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, yeah. you will still get fucked up around here. If you, you know what I'm saying? If you try me the wrong way. You know, so yeah. I became so comfortable being that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything about me with my mom, you know, being overzealous and trying to push the girls away and all this, all kind of things that used to embarrass me. It actually yeah. became something that I could laugh at. I somehow felt 
very comfortable, you know what I'm saying? About, you know? Yeah. And um and that was it. After that, man, it was like, yeah, I'm me. And so if if you meet me and you good with me, then I'm good yeah. with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, however we however we come in contact, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, legacy or playing basketball or whatever, is I'ma keep, I'ma be me. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, I know I can maybe I gotta give people different uh <laughs> you know, different 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 uh experiences with me you know what i'm saying like everybody it's almost like this it's almost like a spice right like you know it's mild you know what i'm saying or some people like you know that extra that raw you know so i'm not just gonna jump out there and instantly be like yeah hey here's who i am but i'm never sending my representative either yeah yeah, that's what's up i don't Um, even know how to do that no more you know what i'm saying like it's it's just something I let go all them years ago in my childhood, you know, and it's and it's felt good, man. You know, I mean, yeah, that that's dope and that's free. And honestly, this is partially the reason why I'm trying to do it myself, like the um, let go of that. And I think you know, I, we have similar experiences. I feel like, you know, my experience with um, you know, I guess like the that lifestyle. You know, it was probably a little later, although I got, uh, you know, into some trouble when I was a little younger. I got into yeah. some trouble, but then not necessarily hardcore stuff. Like, I mean, compared to what people really get into out right, there, right, I right. never really got into it. Like, but like when I was a little um, older, when I started playing, like when, when I was young, like my, I got immigrant parents. They wouldn't let me play football. I remember, you know, I had to sneak out and like had to stash my, um, my um, football equipment away so they didn't know I was doing it. They wouldn't sign the, um, the permission slips. So I had to yeah, sign it myself. Yeah, they always do the same thing, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would so, be getting the league right now. You understand me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They didn't want me to get hurt because I was playing basketball. They, they wanted yeah. me to play basketball. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, before that, my bad. I'm in the country. But I was playing basketball and um, T-ball. Not baseball, mm. but T-ball. You know, you hit it off the team. Yeah, yeah, they wanted me to play yeah. shit like that. No, nothing... Contact boxing, and I was doing all of it though on my on the like in the neighborhood with the homies. We was we was playing full tackle, like break your bones type. Yes, with no equipment. You, right. I don't know if y'all play kill the carrier. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. You talking about when you throw the ball up? You talking about you throw the ball up? Anybody who get it, everybody jump on them. That was my sport. Did y'all play? <laughs> did y'all play like fourth and goal? Like when you get on the goal line and it's like. You got to get across the goal line. I right, we, right, we, we ain't good to oh, that Oh, man. It was, it, was, <laughs> it was just like, okay, so the way you won, you got to a certain score. So it's like maybe let's say the score is whoever get to 35 first. So that's like seven mm-hmm. touchdowns, you know. But you right yeah. there on the goal line. So yeah. you just had to get it however you get it. Some people get it in there. try to, you know, try to run the jump, jump <laughs> over the line, or some people try to do a trick play. But I'm right mm-hmm. there. I'm about to get you know, so yeah, man, we did. Dog, yeah, no, nah, go ahead. I, I, I yeah. jumped in. I, I, I'm sitting here relating to you. I was supposed to play you're football good. too, listen, man. Listen, listen, man. When it's when it's a good conversation, the audience gonna appreciate it. Yeah, so it's all good. Um, but what I was gonna say is, I mean, essentially, you know, what I'm saying like, um, when I actually, so my parents were always vigilant, but like, um, high school, you know, what I'm saying after we have so many kids done going going through, they started laxing. So that's when I started, like, I, I was actually, like, they couldn't, they couldn't prevent me from getting on the basketball, on, on the football team. That's when I actually really started hanging out with folks, you know, they had talent, but they were also 
not doing anything with the grades. Right. You know what I'm saying? They were also out in these streets. And that's when I started, like, really, you know, and that's probably, there was an attraction to that from the beginning. But I also now started to actually do it. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I think um, I was always smart. And, I, you know, these dudes that I was hanging out with, they knew I was a smart guy. But at the same time, the people who didn't know me, like, they knew me a little bit better. But the people who didn't know me thought I was, like, this dumb dude because they just associated me with, with these dudes. But everybody knew I was... The people I hung out with knew was like, okay, he's a little dude who's like the smart little dude. You ain't got no business being there. <laughs> exactly. Right. That was me little too. Dude. That yep. was me too. Yep. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, I, I mean, I think um, part of what I'm trying to do right now is what you you did in, in basically accepting, you know, that here's who I am, and finding it a little, a little bit more uh, difficult because, you know, you had, I, I would say, a lot more practice in being who you are. And, like, for me, balancing the two is making it a little bit more difficult um, um, for me to f- really figure it out. And so that, that's part of the reason why I'm doing this. But having said that, um, my next question for you is, uh, you know, how how you definitely are able, like, how much of your personality is, is – um, is playing a role into it because like you're you're a funny dude what i find with mike too is like he's all he also relies on humor but like what i know is is true of myself and and also true of um a lot of people is like you can't really joke with them like that you know what i'm saying like one of the things that i knew growing up is you ain't gonna clown me you know what i'm saying like if if, if there's a whole if, if there's an audience nah, i'm not even getting it i'm not going to start joking i'm not I, I can't even do it i can't do it that well i can't snap you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not the oh, one who's going to be your own. That's, that's what I used to love about all the interactions because I remember when you did just come on, you <laughs> came right in, and, like, people was like, hold up, dude. Like, wait a minute. You know? But you were solid. Like, you was like, nah, whoop-de-whoop. So, nah, that's what's – I mean – No, no but the thing but, – but it was always hostility. Everybody else was coming in with, like, jokes. And for me, it was like, I'm just going to, yeah, y'all ain't going to get me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you, you came in with your guard up. You came yeah, in with your guard yeah, up yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, but yeah. you was coming in raw. Like, we had a, we had kind of established a rapport. Yeah. And, um, and so you, you, I mean, but no, nah, I mean, I, I thought, I still thought it, I felt, I don't know if you didn't feel how you felt, but I mean, it felt authentic. Like, it felt like you was, we was experiencing you, like this is you, you know what I'm saying? And you was bringing that flavor to the group. Yeah. And it actually came at a time we really needed a, a jolt of new energy because you know how Legacy was. I mean, we was going yeah, through yeah, one yeah. of them doll. Nobody was saying nothing phases, you know. I would always try to pop on something, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the pictures, I remember the pictures. <laughs> I, I wasn't participating, but I always remember Damn, world star picture, video. Hey man, yo, that was yeah, man. I just, I just was like, man, we here, man, and why not? I, I knew with Mike, you know, Mike's story was amazing. I mean, you know, when his mom passed, that hit me hard too. I knew, I grew up. That was like my mom too. You know what I'm saying? So we all went through that. Like it was, it was a rough. But so when he, you, me, Mike, and Phil was already in business together. We had a real estate thing and everything. Yeah, I heard about that. That you know that started off, you know, going after one thing and then we transitioned to something else. But then when we got in, it was just bad, like when the market crashed and all that. So we we got out of that. You know what I'm saying? We went through some times with that. And then he was like, "Look, we, we pulled the bag out. 
we kind of, you know, regrouped ourselves, and he didn't give us a minute to get comfortable. He was like, all right, look, this is the next thing we're going to do. And mm -hmm. I, was just, I mean, and that's Mike has always been a big homie like that, you know. So when he told me, and I don't know if he told y'all the same story, how his mom had motivated him to do that, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, from, like, group investing that they did in their family, and he was carrying on her legacy with that. And that was where legacy came legacy. from. Yep. And I was so moved by that. I said, man, okay, I'm in. It's, no, it's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah, um, yeah. And these, man, it's a bunch of, you know, nine other black men, you know, fathers and in different levels, areas of their life. I said, yeah. man, let's do it. So then yeah. my thing was, all right, let's be on the money, but let's also, like, be on the relationship. Let's, man, let's get to know each other. You know, like, let's hang out. You know, I was always trying to push that. And then I would try to crack jokes and just, let's make this more like interactive like you know how you are how you are with family i meet people and then we vibing and you good peoples and i know somebody can vouch for you you family yeah, you family yeah, you yeah, came yeah. over here i was like I, hey mac help yourself downstairs you know what i mean that's the ball whatever on the ball is yours yes, sir. you got people that'll tell you yes, sir. look when you go down there don't touch the the hennessy wife because <laughs> i don't know when the next time I'm, you know i'm, yeah, like, I'm gonna travel to jamaica yeah <laughs> Do whatever you do, you home, man, you family, you know? Yeah. So, but I know everybody isn't comfortable being like that. Like, it's like, you know, don't don't get me wrong. It doesn't come from me being careless about discernment. You know, you got to read people. You know, my, my grandma, we say, try the spirit by the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm hip to that. But it don't take me long to do that. <laughs> And I'm not yeah, saying yeah, I'm yeah. right about everybody. I don't say, oh, okay, yeah, now you family. And now all of a sudden we best friends. No, I'm just saying now you had that opportunity to get that close to me where, yeah, I consider you family. You That's know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 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 you, so would you say that, so what do you think is, um, if you had to uh, put your finger on it, what do you think you, you is the, um, you know, the element? Like, what do you, what is it about, um, what do people do when they want to create, like, you know, real bonds and real relationships, specifically with other men, but like in general, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? What do you do and what do you think it is? I think it's, it's it, I think I'm just intentional. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I think people, okay. I mean, and, and I mean, that's kind of authentic, authentic, intentional. You know, it's like, I mean what I say and I say what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And you'll, you'll know that I value your time. And I value you valuing my time. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you you had dudes, like, okay, we set this up. Now, I knew I was going to be running late. Yeah. I took I made, I made took it upon myself to let you know that, right? And yeah, be like, look, dope. my bad, man. Look, yeah. can we push it back? And, then, and not only did I tell you, I told you why. Like, I didn't have to, some dudes don't feel like, you know, you got this, this uh, bravado, man. You know, yeah, everybody yeah, wants yeah. to be the alpha male. So I ain't got to answer to you. I ain't got to. I ain't got to explain myself to you. Matter of fact, I get there when I get there. You know, like, maybe not even, it's 8 o'clock and you just sitting here waiting and nothing. You know, and then, yeah, my bad. Yeah. My bad, I had something come up. But what's up? You know, like that. I'm yeah. not that guy. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable enough in myself, my manhood, to where yeah. I, can, I can be accountable to somebody and I can let somebody hold me accountable, you know what I'm saying, and, and vice yeah. versa. Yeah. So I said, You're a professional, okay. too, though. You understand the, the, the nature of that, too. You're a professional. Well, well, okay, okay, well, yeah, for okay. That. okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not just saying that's the only reason, you know. No, I but it helps. It helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It helps, it helps. I mean, but I, but, but I mean, 
before that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying like, you know, just how I was raised. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and, and then, and I don't know. I mean, I, so I didn't, you know, saying if single, I'm only child, single parent, just my mother. I didn't know mm-hmm. my pops. You know what I'm saying? He was off the picture. Okay. So I don't exactly. know if that plays a part in it, like being raised by a woman, but also still having uh, male figures that played that fatherly role. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're brought up with different sensitivities from a woman than you are mm-hmm. from a man. You know what I'm saying? My mother played both roles, mm-hmm. but I I saw how she treated people and how she expected people to treat her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I picked up on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I come up with a certain bit of appreciation for etiquette and protocol mm-hmm. and saying thank you and I appreciate it and excuse me. and You know what I mean? Like, just you know, sir, ma'am, you know, like, but, but, but with all my confidence and, and with all, and with all my respect that I still, I'm giving, but I'm expecting in return. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, you, I guess you could, you could, you could take it back to that because for me, that's just, it's like the right thing to do. It's just like, <laughs> it's like what I feel naturally, um, naturally led to do. What is it called? A conviction. You know, my natural yeah, conviction. Yeah, yeah. I think my natural childhood, how I was raised, convictions forced me to treat people a certain type of way. And people come in contact with that experience and they either accept it or they don't. The ones that don't, I'm not, we're not having this conversation. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, let's talk about that then. And so what if, so what if you do have a guy who's like positioning, being bravado and all that good stuff? How do you, how do you handle that? And obviously, if it, if it gets egregious, you had the issue multiple times. Like, you know, everybody, it's clear, right? For most people, it's like, right, right. this dude is an asshole. I ain't fucking with him. Like, right. And if he's that kind of an asshole, he probably ain't fucking with a whole bunch of other people. Right. But how do you deal with it, like, so that you don't, I guess, when it first happens, so that you can address it in a way that doesn't go off course? How do you, what, what, what do you do when you notice it? Or do you notice it often? Both. Yeah. It's both questions. Do you notice it often? And when you do notice it, what, how do you address it? I, I, it's, that's when my sense of humor come in. You know what I mean? Because it's funny to me for anybody to walk around like they Debo, like it ain't another Debo. You know what I'm saying? Or a Debo <laughs> times two. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, so I, I, sense of humor comes in because I don't, basically, I don't take them serious. I don't take nobody like that serious because you're already that you're the loudest guy in the room. And and my mm. uncle taught me that a long time ago. That's the first person you hit. You know what I mean? Because he's the softest guy in the room. He ain't about that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So when you gotta he's, leave, he's he's, he's a he's a he's a sheep in wolf skin. Yes, you're overcompensating. <laughs> your bark is bigger than your bite. You know yeah. you 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 know you uh you insecure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I'm not going to take you serious enough to feel like I got to compete with you because I can do more to, uh, you know, enlighten you. You know what I'm saying? I could be my brother's keeper more by, you know what I'm saying, guiding you without you knowing that I'm guiding you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, you you got to walk around. Like, I had an English bulldog. They This how they walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you couldn't tell him that I wasn't walking him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he think he walking me, you know what I'm saying? He like, I'm the, you know, he following me. Like, that's how he used to walk, you know? That little Billy, man, he passed away two years. It's crazy. But, you know, um, I feel like guys like that are like my bulldog. 
You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, I'm looking at him like, look, you know, I mean, you, it's your 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 mindset when you lead him with your masculinity like that. It's, I mean, it's it, it's it's just a, a growth. It's just a growth thing. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're comfortable in your skin, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that. You know who you are. You know what you are. You know what you stand for. As soon as you figure out what you would die for, you you a grown man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm, I'm sitting here knowing what I'd die for. I'm not tripping off of you being, you know, whatever. You can be that. I, yeah. I don't take you serious, and then I'm going to let you be that. So mm-hmm. then so then you feel comfortable around me because you're like, hey, you're a cool dude. Because you don't feel, you know, you most men, oh, I don't say most, but I mean, a lot of men may not do that. Maybe a tug of war. Like, what you think you something, I'm going to step on. You know what I mean? We're going we gonna to compete. And if, yeah. and if you're used to that song and dance, when you come across somebody that's not even like, all right, yeah, what's up? You got it. You know, what's good. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm still me. I'm still cool. Yeah. We're good. I'm not intimidated. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm not pressed to, you know, like, go ahead. You got it. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you feel, having it is, you got it. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's great. That's, that's, uh, that's a great answer. I, I, um, I think that's, that's key. I think, um, when I spoke with, uh, you know, not, not, he didn't express it in the same way, but I think it's the same exact thing. Basically, it's like, you know, um, you got it. Like, I, I'm not going to try to, um, you know, compete with <laughs> like, you. You you can do it. You can do your own thing. But, um, all right, so a couple more questions. 